I'm joined by Leslie Holt, Bioforum Supply Chain to Patient Director. In our previous conversation, Leslie talked about the needs and considerations of a sustainable outbound supply chain. In this podcast, we discuss the challenges cell and gene therapies bring to the outbound supply chain. So hello, Leslie. Um, how is cell and gene therapy different from other biologics? Hi. Well, Typically, um, traditional biologics are sort of made in bulk. If you think about something like insulin, they make a batch of it and then they, um, you know, they fill it, fill it, and it's generic for all patients. So you know, it's a what one size fits all, um, for want of a better description. Um, it also has reasonable shelf life. So you're talking, you know, one or two years. So once it's made, it's not going to go off really quickly. When you start to look at cell and gene therapies, and they're not all the same, there are different types of, of therapies, but they tend to be more specialised. They, they may be using um, in individual patient cells um, or they may be using donor cells. But either way, it's more complicated. They're generally small volumes um, with fair, you know, much shorter shelf lives um, and they can be in you know, individual patient specific. So what challenges do they pose to the outbound supply chain? So there are are a lot. I mean, if you think about it, so if you've got a short shelf life, then it means and you've maybe got tight temperature conditions as well. It really means that speed and control is essential. Um, Control we're used to in the outbound supply chain. Speed um, has been less of a, um, a necessity in the past. There's also a whole piece around coordination, particularly if it's a patient specific um, supply. You've got to coordinate between the supply chain, your logistics providers and the healthcare practitioner who's who's dosing the patients. So that brings a whole level of added complexity. And then when you layer in the fact that you may be dealing with some patient data, patient information, that brings in the whole things around confidentiality, data protection, um, lots of things that you don't have to think about typically for a, a, a normal supply chain. And then the final thing is because you're talking about something that's really needs to be delivered quick and under control, the location of where the manufacturing and the patient is becomes quite important as well you know so we may need to think about rethink that whole supply chain model um you know at the moment where you're doing lots of small scale things you maybe can make sure that the patients are quite close to where you're doing your final manufacture with commercial products um, that's going to be a challenge what is the goal of bioforum supply chain to patient members with regard to addressing the challenges of the cgt supply chain well, the first one is really to challenge that traditional supply chain thinking. Um, you know, as I've said, the way that we've typically done things does not work for cell and gene therapy. So we need to really challenge that and develop flexible and cost effective processes that will work as we see increasing amount of commercial products coming through onto the market. Um, also, we want to create that one voice of an industry to help develop standards that are appropriate for cell and gene therapy. Yeah, this is still, although we've talked about this field for a long time, it's still an emerging area in the pharmaceutical business. Um, and 
regulations are coming and being developed, but you know, there's a role here for the industry to really influence what we think is required and what's going to work in this space. Um, and then I think finally, there's an opportunity for us to, ed to, to educate. Uh, you know, there's a lot of very small biotech industry uh, companies out there that are focused on cell and gene therapies. You know, do they understand supply chain and how to build a really good supply chain? Probably not for most of them, if, if they're honest. Um, so there's a role here that we can play in, in educating across the industry on what a good supply chain for a cell or gene therapy product would look like. And what are the benefits of collaboration? So I think the real benefits are, yeah, I mean, I've talked to that. We create that one voice of an industry. You can't do that if you're a company on your own. So the power of bringing the industry together in in that area is is huge. You know, being able to influence regulators and and standards is is a really big one. But also, there's a there's an, a sort of speed um, and cost element to this. You know, supply chains like this are quite complex and. Um, quite costly. If we can come together as an industry to figure out what the, the best way of doing it is, then it allows our partner organisations to develop their capability, their capacity, because they understand the direction of travel. Um, and it means we can also implement things quicker because you get there quicker as an industry because, you you know, nobody's first to adopt and, and is maybe nervous about being first you know you're working together and you know we can pilot approaches across the industry in a controlled way and um, what happens if the challenges are not addressed well this is really interesting because it's like looking in a crystal ball and trying to see what's going to happen in the future i mean where we are at the moment there are only a few cell or gene therapy um products that have been commercialized um as the industry grows and more and more of those comes through, I think it's going to, we're going to see that it becomes increasingly challenging and costly to do that commercialisation. Um, you know, the cost of goods will probably remain quite high. The infrastructure to support the supply chains that we need and the partners' infrastructure to support it will not be there initially. They won't be set up as we need them to, to be set up. And that creates risk and increased cost in the supply chain. You know, there's a few niche logistics providers out there at the moment. You know, they've only got a finite amount of capacity. What we need to do is, in, is ensure that the capacity and the, the controls that we need is there on a much larger scale. And if we don't have that, then there's a real risk to being able to commercialise products at, at a cost um, and a risk profile that, you know, is acceptable. What cross-forum collaborations are expected and what has been done already? Well clearly um, anyone that knows Bioforum knows that we've got a cell and gene therapy um, forum so what we've already been doing is working very closely with them as we start to shape um, what this work stream could look like. Um, so the cell and gene therapy team will are very much focused on you know, the technical aspects of developing a product um, and maybe when it comes to supply chains, things like validation requirements, those sorts of things, where we're more concerned in the supply chain to patient is the logistics and how do we build that robust um, outbound um, supply chain. So there will be ongoing collaboration between the two 
Um, but there are ob obviously elements that we can work on alone and then just, you know, check it back in with the experts in the cell and gene therapy area. Well, thank you, Leslie. And if you want to get involved in the conversation, contact us for more information.